1: Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter Bill Chastain. And, Bill, the Rays surging a little bit. as we record the podcast, they've, they've won four in a row after topping the D-backs on Monday um, and, and three of four in the series before that. That said, they, they had fallen off the pace a little bit in the American League East. So this was much needed um, and, and just in time. What's been different these last four games? What's going right for this team? I know Chris Archer had 12 strikeouts on Monday night, a good sign for him. Um, what do you like about this team over the last week?
0: Uh, Well, the hitting is hard not to like right now. I mean, Morrison and Longoria have been, you know, really putting on a power show. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of Rays fans were frustrated with Morrison in the early going, but uh, he has really turned it on now. And then Longoria, uh, he told me the other day that he's made a little alteration in his uh, stance, and it feels really good, and it's probably the best he's felt in two years.
1: Yeah, and Evan Longoria named American League Player of the Week. Seventh time in his career he's gotten that. But for the week, that was last week, 13-28, to 28, uh, 464, nine-game hitting streak. He had uh, eight extra base hits in those seven games and nine RBIs. Uh, what exactly was was the adjustment?
0: Uh, well, from my understanding, it was kind of he opened up a little bit, opened up his stance a little bit, and he's seeing the ball a little better. And, uh, you know, he said at first it, it – was kind of hard or or a struggle because you know he'd done it the other way for so long but uh, once he started getting some good results uh, he feels pretty comfortable with it Uh,
1: i mentioned archer and improves to four and seven on the season which is obviously disappointing for him so far Uh, he did allow three earned over six innings i know he'd like to go further into a game but part of that is the strikeouts if you're going to strike out 12 guys it's going to take some extra pitches uh that was a season high twelve strikeouts. Is that a good sign for Archer when he's striking guys out? Does it mean he's coming around?
0: You know, I mean, I, I think the way his season's gone, you have to look at anything positive as being a positive. So, um, you know, he has struggled, uh, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, even though he likes to say it's just a, a process, and you know, he's not as results. You know, he's not as much in tune to the results as he is the process. Uh, you know, the results do matter. So. Um, I think he got some good results last night, so I I think that's got to be perceived as a positive.
1: One thing that's been consistent through this four-game win streak, Bill, has been uh, Colomay closing out all four games. And I think Kevin Cash made a joke that he was going to make sure Colomay wasn't even in the ballpark uh, on Tuesday, so he couldn't use him. But you never want to go to your closer that many times, but Colomay this season just every night seems to rise to the occasion.
0: And, and of course, the – the the start of that streak, he had it had like five days off before right. that, and he was kind of rusty. So I mean, and I believe it was a five out or uh, maybe even a six out um, save the first one, but it was it was a little bit you know a little bit rough. But uh, he wanted to get back out there the next night, and you know knock the you know with the rust knocked off, and he's he's pretty tough.
1: He, he certainly is, and he's going to need to continue to be tough because uh, what a tough break for Boxberger. Um, comes back for one game, Bill, in an oblique strain, four to eight more weeks. And this is a team where they have the closer, um, but but it's that most teams that are successful, it seems like, have really three go-to guys late in the game. Maybe not dominant guys like the Yankees have, but three guys they can really trust late in the game to, to close out a win. Um, and it seems like the Rays just don't have those three right now. And it's Boxburger could have helped that cause, but now missing him for even longer. How do they go about solving that problem over the next month to two months?
0: Well, I mean, they just have to continue the way they've been doing all season, really. You know, they've had Boxberger for one game. So <laughs> uh, you just, if you're the Rays, you just got to hope that your starters are going to give you more innings and uh, then you won't have to. Use up your bullpen as much just to uh, patch up innings as, as compared to using them for matchups. So, uh, you know, I, I would look to see a lot of Sandano late, and uh, you know, Any Romero it, when he's good is is really good. So, they're hoping he comes back a little bit stronger. So, but uh, Colomé, you know, is, is a pretty good way to end the game.
1: Yeah, certainly is. Just got to get to him. They've certainly been doing that uh, lately. The injury bug, though, really striking this team. Guyer now on the 15-day disabled list, strained left hamstring, so you're without Geyer, you're without Kiermaier. I know they recalled Nick Franklin from AAA, uh, but Franklin, more more of an infielder, obviously. Uh, they need guys to step up in the that outfield, and Desmond Jennings did that on Monday night, Bill, and, and boy, just in the nick of time, he had been really struggling. Um, how much do they need Jennings now, more than ever with all the injuries?
0: Well, it would certainly help, uh, obviously. Um, Cash has said that uh, he's hopeful that you know, whether it's Jennings or Matuk, one of them could get hot and, you know, kind of take over the position. So I think it's still kind of up in the air. It was a nice night for Jennings last night,
1: though. Um, Franklin coming up. Obviously, here's a guy who, who had a chance to, to be a starter on this team really a year ago, um, but hasn't gotten it done at the major league level. Um, what does he need to do? What, where does Nick Franklin come up short, it seems like, when he's up at the big league level as opposed to a guy who was a prospect through the minor leagues?
0: Well, you go all the way back to last year, he was supposed to make the team out of spring training, and he ended up uh, straining an oblique in the last week of spring training, and then he, he missed like the first month and a half. And then when he got back to the team, it was kind of like he was going through spring training, so he really didn't have very good results. That kind of threw him off the radar. Uh, I don't think anybody was surprised he didn't make the team out of spring. Uh, he seemed to be finding his his way a little bit you know, b- back at uh, Durham, but it, it did take a series of injuries you know, for him to get back up, and who knows, maybe this will be the, the chance he needed.
1: Yeah, sometimes it just takes a couple of trips, and maybe he can get it going this time around. Bill, the draft is coming up on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week. Uh, coverage on MLB.com, also MLB Network. The Rays in the first round have the 13th pick, so we're not going to really – discuss who they may pick because who knows who's around at that time. I know there's been names shouted out there, a lot of uh, college arms as possibilities, but as far as the Rays in general, obviously the draft has been a place where they've really um, made their mark. I mean, that's what's made this team successful over the years has been smart drafting. And obviously they've, they've had this run of young pitchers year after year after year. And a lot of those guys were, were drafted and built up through the system. Um, is the philosophy the same now as it's always been when it comes to draft day for the race
0: oh yeah it's always going to be uh, bring a lot of pitchers into the system um, of course the, the one weakness they've had you know over the years has probably not been drafting position players very well and uh, you know if, if if that combined with a poor selection of pitchers it can really hamstring them I know uh, Silverman was telling us the other day that Probably nobody in baseball, you know, save for a couple of teams, really depends on the draft like the Rays do. And, you know, if they do have a bad draft, it it can set them back some.
1: Yeah, it certainly hurts. And there was a time when they seemed to do a – they had a great run of position players, right? I mean, you think about Longoria and and Carl Crawford was a guy. Um, Upton, B.J. Upton, uh, Melvin Upton Jr. now. Um, there was a time when they were real good on the position front, and then it seems like they've taken a hit. But I guess, I mean, you have to have a focus on one thing, right? If you're taking pitchers high in the draft year after year, it's going to be harder to find those position players later in the draft.
0: Well, also you got to remember Longoria was the third pick of the draft, and, right. and Upton was the second. So uh, you generally hit on those, although – you know, Rays fans are quick to point out that when they had the first pick, they took Tim Beckham, and and they could have had Buster Posey, but um, you know that was that one doesn't look real good these days. But um, you know, it, it it is tougher when you're drafting further down. I mean, the you know, there's usually five guys that you know, if you're lucky at the very top, that look like they're the sure you know real deal, and then the rest of them it comes down to you know after you get past the first round, how your scouting department is picking these other guys. You know, like just like finding a Kevin Kiermaier in the 32nd round.
1: The good news uh, – oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's, that's about as good as it gets there.
1: Yeah, the good news, I guess, is that uh, the drafting later means that you were having successful seasons, and that's something the Rays have had more of lately for sure. All right, great stuff as always. This has been MLB.com Extras, Rays Edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.